the Briggs. So you were all at the beach edge when you had heard the sound of bells. Uh, Anna helpfully telling you that that means that bandits are in town. To the town! The boys are back in town just started playing in my head so loudly that no other thoughts were possible. (laughs) We should probably go and look into that. Most certainly. Joseph, are you coming? And no, I shan't be paying you for the privilege. I would Never. Hmm. I've met your guild. Anna, are you coming, or would you prefer to stay here with Ariadne? Uh, I, I should probably go make sure that the peacock's feather is okay. It's only Trey there. I'm worried about what he would do. <coughs> I'm worried about what would happen to you if bandits attack the peacock's feather. Uh, I could take her, Joseph says. Yes. Let's leave our defenseless friend with the stranger we have just met. Excellent idea. Joseph... Like, pulls a little bit of a face, but doesn't say anything. Okay, then, look, get get home. We'll, we'll get you home. And then just stay somewhere small and secure until we give the all clear, right? If you are amenable to it, I could take her, Thomas says. That's also a good idea. Excellent. And enough just starts booking it for the town. Okay. He rests a hand on uh, Latonk's pan and says, I will meet you in the field of battle, friend. <laughs> and Joseph. <laughs> Joseph scowls a little as uh, Thomas takes Anna off. Uh, Ariadne has slipped back into the water. And if nobody else is going to say anything, yeah, I'm No assuming. one seems interested in that. <laughs> you're, you're all just going to go <laughs> into town. Uh, I was going to turn into a war horse and charge after uh, enough. Okay. Nobody's going to pick up the tonk, I assume. <laughs> <laughs> oh, on his little leg. Just He just moves at half of your guys' speed, that's all. Thomas could have helped him on. Uh, his monkey actually moves pretty fast. Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah, on foot, I move faster than any of you. Faster than a horse. I like the image that as he's going, he's just kicking up the sand, so it just it's like a little spur either side. Oh right? yeah, the sand spur and like my hands... Like, straight back as well. My arms straight back. <laughs> oh, the anime run! <laughs> the, the Naruto run. <laughs> Alright. That actually leaves Joseph uh, trailing behind you all, considering... Yeah, my speed's currently 60 feet. I believe, yeah, I believe Latonks would be 40 or 50. I think it's 35, but that might be dependent on levels, and I might have missed a few applications. Mine's 30, so I'm going to try and hitch a ride with that warhorse. I'll do a little skid just as I come up to you and sort of hunker down a bit so you can get on more easily. Horse drifting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I've got a very heavy back end. It skids out really easily. <laughs> Rear wheel drive. Yeah, One. you could see that. Um, trees, you gallop through the town. Um skidding to pick enough up um, and are able to do so easily. Are you going to pick Latonk up? or? Um, as I said, if, if Thomas wants to put him on before I go, sc- go scurrying off, then by all means. Yeah, Thomas will, will helpfully launch his friend onto your back gracefully <laughs> with some ninja flips. Um, the three of you, with Joseph trailing far behind now, 
um, make your way through the town and are surprised to see uh, groups of bandits fighting groups of the town guard. Um, you're welcome to engage, but they all seem pretty preoccupied right now. Do we see any non-guards, civilians, citizens, townsfolk? Um, there are some here and there that are being accosted, yeah. Does anyone look like they're struggling against their attackers? One family in particular, a mother with two of her children, are being accosted by a, a group of four. Uh, can I skid around and kick one of them in the head? Um, on the approach, Enough's going to use her firebolt cantrip, which is now 2d10 for level 5, and she's going for the face on both of them. Okay. Both the children? You misread that horribly. Please never DM. <laughs> there are four bandits. Well, I'm going to blow two of their faces off, and then I'm going to go again as soon as Nick lets me. And they can all have burnt faces, and it'll be good, just not for them. Uh, Latonk, do you have a combat action that you're capable of taking? How how would you see, like, on mounted combat, or could you? Yeah, I imagine that's really disorientating, because, like, he's not on the ground, so he can't sense any movement that way. Yeah. Uh, and I imagine all he can hear is the thundering of trees' legs, hooves, things. You might be able to hear the din of combat, but I, I don't think... Why don't you go ahead and roll a perception for me? To see if it's something you feel like you can do. 17. Alright. Um, I'll say that you can make an educated enough guess, but they are you do hear them physically struggling with this family, so you are also aware that if you miss, you will probably hit a civilian. Yeah, I'm, I'm not taking this risk. Like I've actually ridden a horse, and it's really fucking bouncy. Like, I imagine it's really hard if you're 2 foot 9 or whatever the tonk is. Uh, you would know best. So, yeah. Dismount? Yeah, but I don't want to dismount and then you to run off. Actually, no, that's exactly what I want to do. Right, I'm going to dismount. Okay. Let's jump off, do a somersault, uh, and then if I still have attack action. Let's start by you rolling in athletics. Um, is there still a ride check in 5th edition? Animal handling. Animal handling. But I'm the animal, so I don't need handling. Why isn't it an acrobatics check? Acrobatics then. Yes! Plus four. <laughs> I got what? 11 for my acrobatics. Okay. No, he's not going to be able to make an attack. No! Um, trees will just have a regular mounted attack. No, I'll have my hooves attack because I'm a horse. <laughs> yes. That's what I meant. God damn it. So, since it's an instantaneous spell, are you just wanting the damage? Yes. And you have two separate targets, right? Mm-hmm. So that's one and three. Okay. So, riding up to this group, um, Latonk, you take a tumble off Trees' back. Uh, definitely not used to mounting and unmounting a horse. Uh, you manage a three-point stance, but you're not able to gather yourself quick enough to engage in combat. Enough... You manage two glancing firebolts at the bandits, who all four turn their attention to you, just for trees to rear back and kick one in the head. Sixty. Nice. And go ahead and roll for damage for me. Six. Oh, one, one, four. Dang. And and because that was a successful hit, I knock um, my target prone, or have uh, well, they have to make a DC fourteen strength saving throw or be knocked prone. Okay. All right. Yeah. So the force of your Hoof kick knocks it back. And then 
once it's not brown, uh-huh. I get to make another hoof attack on it as a bonus action. <laughs> oh, dang. All right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Don't mess with trees. <laughs> Don't mess with horses. Uh, 14? Yeah, that's, that will be a hit. Minus four to melee. Okay, so I'll attack. Plus 13 damage. Dang. Okay. So the kick sends one of the bandits flying back. Um, him clutching his leather helmet-clad head did very little to stifle the blow. Uh, as he gathers his wits, Trees stomps him to death. <laughs> <laughs> the other three bandits are shaken, and everybody will now need to roll for initiative. Nine. Ten. Twenty. Nice. Okay. Uh, that means Trees will get to go first. Okay, I'm gonna attack with my hookers again. Yeah. Alright, that's a hit. And then 12 damage. Damn. Okay. And I will roll the strength is what? Um, it's, I'm not, I'm charging this time, so I don't okay. get that second thing. Oh, okay. So your horsey shoulder tackle checks one of the bandits backwards into the family who kind of push him back. Uh, so that he's still on his feet, but he's winded. Um, he will attack Latonk. Okay. So Latonk, he's going to spear jab at you. Rolled 13. I believe that's a miss for you. Yeah, 16, I see. Okay. Which allows you to respond. Uh, I want to position myself between the family and the bandits. Okay. Uh, and then sort of say to the family, get to safety. Or oh, maybe just get the fuck away. Uh, no, the what? first one. The first one was much better. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you're going to... If you're going to move between the bandits and you, you're going to provoke an attack from all three of them. Okay. And God damn it. Your small frame is not something that none, uh, that any of these bandits are used to. Um, <laughs> so you duck and weave between their weapons, a spear, an axe, and a sword, uh, respectively. You hear one of them curse. <laughs> Fuck, I would have had his head if he only was taller. Alright. Uh, so yeah, standing in between the bandits and the family, the tonk looks over his... Well, yeah. F- looks over his shoulder. Turns his head over his shoulder. <laughs> Calls over his shoulder. Uh, and then says, get to safety. And then redirects his attention to the bandits. Uh... And then he's not going to do anything. He's just going to stand there waiting for an attack. Oh, wait, actually, actually. Uh, patient defense, you can spend a key point to take the dodge action as a bonus action on your turn. What does that mean? The dodge action is, until the start of your next turn, any attack roll made against you has disadvantage if you can see the attacker. <laughs> you have you have blind fighting, right? That is one of your feats. Blind sight, yeah. Okay, then I'll, I'll allow it to count. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, I'm going to use patient defense then. Okay. Um, so, yeah, I imagine it's a really sort of tranquil shit, like he just sort of relaxes, feels the breeze of the wind, and then just sort of, like, focuses his own stance to prepare for any incoming attack. Latonk uh, skids in front of the family, coolly ordering them to flee, and then does, like, a little neo-flex. Uh, enough it is your turn with all of them focusing on trying to hit 
Latonk, they're all of their backs are to you. And you're still mounted on uh, trees, right? Or did you dismount? You didn't dismount. I did not. Um, my range of 10 poison spray spell, can I angle that so that it won't hit Latonk or the family behind him, but get all three bandits? It's in a cone, right? A 10 foot cone? It, it just says a puff. Define a puff. You extend your hand towards a creature you can see within range and project a puff of noxious gas from your palm. Range is 10 feet. It's vague enough that I will I will interpret it as a cone, and being mounted, you can angle it downwards. So it'll be a tough shot, but yes. Right. I'm going to tear gas the fuckers from horseback. See how that goes. 10 damage. Nice. Um, taking advantage of their lack of attention, enough you spray... Uh, a green mist down in their direction uh, which starts to fizzle and burn at them uh, the bandits each clutching their exposed skin um, the one that trees uh, shoulder checked um, kind of keels over out of exhaustion dropping his spear and now it is the bandits turn both of them are incensed at not being able to hit Latonk, and so both of them We'll try their hand at hitting... My god. Uh, what is your armor class, Latonk? 16. Okay. <clears throat> oh shit, they have disadvantage too. Well, it doesn't matter. They Neither of these people hit. Your tranquil defense allows you to duck and weave through these hits. Cool. Which brings us back to that guy who died. So instead, <laughs> it's to trees. Hello. Uh, I'm going to kick the... Uh, one that hasn't been injured yet? Well, they've all been injured now. Okay, whichever one looks least injured. 15. That would be a hit. 16. Damage. So you, you kicked? Yes. Okay. Kicked him in the face. <laughs> Kicking this uh, bandit in the back of the head sends him flying, careening over Latonk. <laughs> uh, he crumples in a heap, and the family takes this opportunity to scurry away. Not like rats. <laughs> <laughs> To scurry. But they saw the neighbors doing away. it, so <laughs> it's like you knew what I was gonna ask. It's the new it's the new fashion trend. <laughs> Everybody's acting like rats now. Uh that is now Latonk's turn. It's just you and Axeman. <laughs> Latonk's just gonna say if you don't run, then one of those two is gonna kill you. Alright. An intimidation check. Intimidate. Well, I mean, they're the intimidating ones. Like, you can use. I will let sure, you use. It's an information their... check. <laughs> I, I will let you use um, the combined intimidation bonus that trees and enough have on this roll, since it's a factual statement. <laughs> so that's uh, intimidation charisma. So do I get a plus for each of their charisma? Yes. Is that what you mean? Mine's plus two. So is mine. Okay. So it's plus three then. Are you minus one? I'm minus one. <laughs> <laughs> 17! That's, yeah, that's pretty good. Um, standing between the three of you, uh, this bandit realizes just how out of uh, his own depth he is. Uh, drops his axe and just starts running. Um, the guards that were fighting the other bandits, uh-huh. do they look like they need help? Um, no, so as you finish and wrap up, you turn and actually you see Joseph uh, helping those guards. Uh, Doggo is with him as well. I think we should have said Doggo with Thomas, maybe. 
Doggo went where Doggo wanted to go. Well, Doggo would have tried to go with you, and you ran off as a horse. So, logically, he would have paired up with the only person who's roughly his speed, which is Joseph. He's close now, so he can go back to Maloyas. Yes. Doggo is busy biting an ankle, but when he sees that you are no longer occupied, he trots over happily to you. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You could do a little mutual snoop boop. You could. Although, he doesn't see by colour. I guess it would just be by smell. Okay, so does anyone else need decking? Um, For now, it doesn't look like anybody is unengaged or not being roughly handled. Joseph walks... (laughs) (laughs) Joseph walks over to you. Uh, Alright, so this uh, square should be okay. Um, Throughout this conversation, Enough's just going to keep setting bandits' heads on fire. It's got a range of 120. I'm not just going to stand there. Okay. Uh, enough enough idly flicking firebolts in directions kind of makes Joseph wince. I imagine it's making the people whose faces are on fire wince too. Yeah, but Joseph is right there, like looking you in the face. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to no-sell it. Alright, perfect. So, uh, he's determinedly now looking down. So, uh, where, where, where do you think we should go now? <clears throat> Joseph, if you could find the apothecary and just make sure he's all right, uh, the rest of us, I guess, go to Captain Reed. Um, can I do a perception check to see if there's anywhere that seems like I should be going there? Sure. <laughs> uh, that, that's a two with a botch thrown in there for good measure. You are very, very much wrapped up in lighting people on fire. Yeah, I'm good with that. Let's go to see Captain Reed. She says, flicking another fireball, the the happiness burning within her heart at seeing yeah. this man's head on fire. What's the point in being wizard if you can't, like, also fireballs? Well, that's fair, I guess. The, uh, the now five of you make your way through, um, over towards the guard captain, uh, the guard headquarters, which is flooded with people. There's a mass of... Bandits between uh, bandits and guards intermingled. There are five of us. Yes. Yeah, Joseph, Dogger, those three. Yeah, I thought I'd ask Joseph. We got the apothecary. You you said apothecary. He has no idea what that means. Okay. Apothecary, maybe, but I can't talk because I'm a horse. Damn it! Yeah. Yeah, I quite like that as he starts following us. Enough goes to point like down the road towards the apothecary, and just as a hand goes past his face, he just breaks it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Not not entirely, still not entirely sure of what it is you want him to do. He's just going to go in that direction. Um, you see him, like, every now and again engage in combat. He's not drawn his swords. He seems mostly to be punching and throwing people. Good. Can I see out of D100 how many people's heads are on fire? I'll, I'll roll that one. Are you, I mean, are you just non-stop doing that? Two every round, which is every six seconds. So one every three seconds for however long that journey took us. Yeah, you do a lot. You set a lot of people on fire. What they don't—they don't stay burning. Um, the bandits, except except for the weakened ones, they're durable enough to endure one hit of this. You do manage to knock a few down. So now the four of you, now that Joseph has been sent away, are standing about fifty. 60 feet away from the entrance to the guard tower and there are just random pits of 
melee combat here and there. Also, the tower's on fire. <laughs> Fuck's sake, enough. <laughs> I didn't do that. But did you? By on fire, are you saying get a bucket, or are you saying look for survivors in an hour or so? It's a stone structure for the most part. So you imagine there's a fire inside, and it's causing smoke to pour out. Trees, would you be okay to just charge straight through the melee combats in, like, to the door? Um, and she shakes her head in a sort of yes. Cool. Thaumaturgy can dim flames, so I'm just going to do my best with that. Okay. Does it have a range? Again, if it does, I didn't write it down. Can we just use that as if there's any obvious fire in front of us, I can get rid of it? Yeah. Okay. Alright, so Trees, where specifically are you going to charge? Um, I'm going to charge for wherever I know that there should be like a clear space both sides. So like, if there's like a courtyard or anything I could charge into, I imagine they probably have their own horses in the guard. They do. Uh, so the construction of this tower is a little bit like like a lone parapet. Mm-hmm. So most of the stuff is arranged in a like circle around the outside. Right. Um, so are we into that circle around the outside already, or...? Yeah, you charge through, uh, with little to no difficulty. You do, however, knock into, on accident, because it's not easy to weave, you knock into more than a few guardsmen. Okay. Um, can I roll dexterity to try and avoid some of the guards' people? Yeah, sure. This is gonna go badly. Sixteen. Oh, nice. You do a pretty good job. One or two, you kind of clip and bump... Um, but for the most part, you don't knock anybody down. Not that you notice, anyways. Mm, nice. Uh, okay, and uh, then I guess whatever the largest entrance is that I can get to from down here? Yeah, the front door is definitely tall enough for you to go through when it's opened. It appears to be barred shut. There's a group of eight bandits all like kicking at the door and trying to ram it down. Okay, I wanna. I just want to charge into that group of bandits then. And do my charging attack again. From the side, or are you going to try and smush them against the door? Uh, smush them against the door. Drift, okay. drift, drift. Uh, can I jump in, I guess? Um, are there any windows of the, on the tower? Are there any windows that are like close to the ground-ish? From your memory, or are you going to try and... Ah, bollocks. I'm still unclear on what is on fire. Is it the main tower that's on fire? There's smoke pouring out of windows and parapet areas from the top. So Reed's office. Yes. And when you say it's barred, it's barred from inside? Well, presumably. The door's not just opening. Okay. They barred it from the outside, and then they just thought they'd kick it a bit. Uh, well, <laughs> I didn't know if they were fucking about just generally. So I smush them? I'll, yeah, you can you can smush them. Is, does Latonk want to try and remember if there are windows? Nope. Okay. <laughs> Alright, ten Seems, to hit. Yeah, towards the last second you realize you're not going to be able to gain enough speed or momentum, and they're suddenly aware of your presence. They turn on you, and you decide to not charge into the door and potentially hurt yourself, and enough Anlatonk. So uh, now... I, I want to do an acrobatics check. Okay. Uh, I want to say that as presumably uh, Trees stops quite suddenly... Uh-huh. And Latonk's going to let that momentum carry him forward off uh, trees and sort of barrel into the group of bandits. You're going to do a dive? Yeah. Okay. (laughs) 19. Sure, yeah. If he doesn't knock one out cold with his pan, I'm going to riot. They've already handled that. 
you're big enough to jump off and like leap into two sideways of the bandits. Um, what your pan does strike someone in the head, the other guy kind of catches you and avoids taking damage. Um, what? How much does Latonk weigh? I didn't write that down because I didn't think it'd be fucking important. <laughs> Shows what I know. I am. Never mind, just go ahead and roll a d8, and you can add one. Yeah, halflings weigh about 40 pounds. Okay. But the tonk is a small halfling. But with a big pan on his head. Oh, uh, yeah. Cast iron, everything. <laughs> Two. I thought, it was, I thought it was... It keeps changing material. Cast iron pan. Um... Oh damn, you got a two. So three. You you doing like a sideways crossbody, you manage to plant your head into one of the bandits' chest. He does get knocked down. The other one rolling with your jump so that he can scramble back to his feet. Uh, now we're in combat again with a lot more people this time. How many bandits? There's eight here. Cool. Uh, trees, go ahead and roll for the dog, for doggo. I start, the first one is me for myself, so 15 for me, 18 for the dog. Nice. 20, correct. Six. <laughs> you already had a turn. Okay, so enough, we'll go first. Okay, are they all within about 20, a 20-foot 20 cube of each other? Yes, but so is Latonk. And he's flat on the floor right now because he's just done a dive, yeah? Yes. Okay, enough is going to cast web, which conjures a 20-foot cube. And she is going to try and keep it clear enough of the floor so as to miss Latonk. Uh, dexterity serve or they're restrained. Okay. And that is against 15. Nice. So four of them um, get restrained, uh, kind of grasping at their weapons and the web as it nets them. One of them is just about to break free, um, but one of the other bandits is entangled so badly he grabs onto his friend who's broken free in a desperate bid to also be free and has webbed him now as well. So those two are just webbed up together. Didn't expect an (laughs) (laughs) awe. The remaining two cut their way out. Uh, Latonk, why don't you also roll? Does he get advantage because I tried to miss him? Don't matter, he got 20. (laughs) If he's prone, he's going to have to use his action to get up. Yes. On his turn, he will. But now he's surrounded by webbed guys. Uh, and it's Doggo's turn. Um, well, Doggo can make the most of that space underneath, I would imagine. Uh, in which to start biting whoever is nearest. Five. Just a tiny chomp. Doggo helpfully goes for the ankle, as his uh, training has led him to believe. Unfortunately, he whimpers as his bite uh, goes straight into a metal boot. Poor Doggo. So the bandit who was hit by Latonk will manage to clench his hand around a knife and tear out of his web. Um, that will take, I believe, his action. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he'll tear out, and then it will be another bandit's turn who will fail to break out of his webs. Uh, now it's Tree's turn. Still a horse. Yeah. Uh, I guess we're not going to be doing too much more traveling around today. Hopefully, because I was going to use the horse to kick the door in. I'll stay horse, and I will kick the nearest one that is free in the head. Okay. Your kick misses. The bandit sees what you're doing and has seen a little bit of the destruction and the path that you've wrought. (laughs) 
uh, and wisely ducks out of the way. Very. <clears throat> now it'll be his turn, and he will take his spear and jab at the horse beastie. What is your armor class? Uh, my AC is 14. Oh, so your kick sails past the bandit who raises his spear and drives it up. It's a glancing blow, but he will still hit, dealing Bastard. eight points of damage. Eight points. Eight points of damage. Audacity. Indeed. <laughs> the audacity of this bitch. Let's <laughs> <laughs> all get to your turn. Let me just get the scene right. So is there a web above me that if I stand up, I'm going to be caught in? It is a magical web. Or is it because I've evaded the spell cast that I'm not... If you walk into it, you're going to get caught in it. Yeah. Uh, the Tonk is going to roll, or try and roll over to the door, okay. sort of banging on it. Uh, yeah, I'm going to slam on the door and sort of say, Read! It's the Tonk! And then, I don't know, because I don't really want to stand up and get caught in the magic web. You've got your throwing knives. Hmm? you got your throwing stuff. Uh, I don't think I can attack if I'm prone. Oh, it just says I've got disadvantage in attack rolls. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay. Open to interpretation, but... Yeah, you can you can make a thrown weapon attack, but you will take disadvantage. Can I make a non-thrown weapon attack? A punch? Yeah. Yes. Or a headbutt. Uh, I'm going to do that. I'm going to pan-butt someone's shin. <laughs> Is it plus six? For my, it's 22, that's a hit anyway. That's a punch. Um, halfling yeah, doesn't halfling. have to take it because lucky. Fifteen. Okay, Tonk, going specifically with the pan butt and with the shin, um, you strike a shin with your pan, not realizing that this person is wearing plates on the shin, so your head kind of ricochets off, but does fly into the calf of someone else. Okay. So you do <laughs> deal damage. Six damage. Nice. You you hear a yelp and trees and enough you see one of the bound bandits kind of buckle. Uh, now I will have four people try and break out. Uh, three of the four bandits uh, managed to burst from their uh, binds. The one who had buckled being the exception. Uh, this will reset and bring us back to enough. Enough is going to throw another poison spray at as many as she can hit. And she's going to keep it high enough to keep it above the tonk. Still mounted, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. 11 damage. Okay. Uh, your poison spray manages to mist across all of the bandits who just take a face full of the green mist as they free themselves from their binds. The tonk, the one that you had managed to headbutt in his calf, uh, slumps over. Okay. But you feel a sense of victory. <laughs> It's Doggo's turn. It's my dog. Oh, heck. 18. Nice. So learning from his mistakes and from Latonk, who's helpfully pointed out that the calves are not armored, he bounds over to one of the bandits and delivers a savage bite right into his leg. Roll for the damage, please. Five. Nice. Uh, this bite causes... One of the guards who one of guards one of the bandits who had just freed himself to also keel over. He weakly tries to push at the dog, but Doggo continues to bite until he stops moving. Uh, now we're at Bandit with the spear. He will stab again at Horse Trees. Oh, hit me, hit me! That'd be funny. 
he misses and does not hit enough. Becky sounds disappointed by that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bandit with a sword will swing at trees and make contact. The horse is intimidating all, as horses tend to do. Trees, you feel a blade slash at your right flank, and you take Ooh. three damage. Does any of that hit enough? No. They're scared of the horse. I'm on the horse, setting things in webs and gassing them. And I'm scared too. <laughs> be afraid of me. I want to do a thing and they're not letting me. Trees turn. <laughs> How many is left? There are six left. Okay, I'm going to turn back into a, uh, a furbolg. And I'm just going to attack with my uh, quarterstaff as is. Seven. Can I use my advantage at last? Yeah, you have advantage. Twenty. Nice. Not natural. Uh, the damage on that is six. Very nice. So, shifting back into Furbolg form, what would happen to enough? She's um she's basically now arms around me like I'm giving her a piggyback. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> That's much better. Somehow you draw your quarterstaff and bring it resolutely down, as if more uh, a lot like you know a teacher bringing a ruler down on a desk, as if to call to order. Uh, but this time you're doing it across the head of a bandit who crumples beneath the weight of your mighty blow. So that's five left, bringing us to Latonk's turn because you killed that guy. Can I shout to Latonk? It is a free action. Um, I'm gonna shout for him to get away from the door. Still, really, the best time to be blowing up the door. Latonk gets away from the door. <laughs> and goes where? I don't know, because it takes me an action to stand up, so. Roll up from under the rock. Where? He's going to roll to. I was going to try and roll to the front of the group of bandits, and then, while still prone, hit one of them. Like a. Like a morph ball? I don't understand that reference, but yes. It's from, it's from uh, Metroid. Metroid. Uh, make a. Acrobatics check. Nine. I'm not rolling very well. <laughs> You're not, unfortunately. You, rather than try and tuck yourself up and roll like a ball, you opt to roll like a log, hoping to trip one of the bandits. You don't even manage to do that. Like, you just kind of end up bumping between the <laughs> bandits' legs. You're away from the door, but, like, marginally. You're, like, 15 feet from it. And still tangled up in the legs of the bandits. Cool. Doesn't sound cool. Uh, do I still have an attack action? I will grant you one, but you're going to be taking it at disadvantage regardless, so... 12 on one of the bandits around me. First roll was 24. Sadness. Disadvantage ruins everything. Yeah, you decide to, like, go for another kick. Um, again, forgetting that they have greaves, so your foot kind of bounces harmlessly off the armored boot. With you prone in the middle of them four, the next four guards are going to just try and like stomp on you this isn't going to be good they have advantage against you somehow blaming the webs or what have you only two of them managed to stomp um, you will take eight damage though so enough trees you kind of watch on as uh, Latonk is unable to roll out from underneath the uh feet of the bandits they all turn and notice him and just begin like stomping downwards you hear him cry out ah. i suppose you better do something about that okay i am going to chuck 
firebolt cantrip in there for 2d10. At just one bandit? Two faces. Okay. A four and a five, and the web is flammable. But they freed themselves from the web. Uh, Latonk, it's a 20-foot web. He rolled 15 feet clear of the door. They're still in five feet of web-ish area. That is true. A five-foot cube of 2d4 damage. Which will contain Latonk. I don't know. Nick, if I go for the faces, does the five-foot cube hit Latonk? I would say yes, because they're still at his feet. So, um, I, but I'll give Latonk a dexterity check to avoid the flames. <laughs> that is not good enough. So all of them end up taking burning damage from the sudden burst of flame. Um, the two that you struck with the fire itself crumpling in a screaming, fiery mess, they crumple onto Latonk who had, for the most part, managed to avoid the fire, but is singed and now beneath bodies. Sorry. So that's three damage? Yes. Okay. Now it's the doggo. Fourteen. Nice. Okay. Uh, deciding to stop chewing the now inert bandit, doggo lops over to another one and sinks his teeth into them. Seven damage. Seeing where this is going, the bandit attempts to flee. Doggo... Enjoying the chase, bounds up onto his back and bites him into the shoulder, uh, now aggressively chewing this prone and unconscious dying bandit. Having been singed thoroughly, one decides to just break and flee. The other resolutely stands his ground and will try and stomp Latonk, who is shielded by the bodies (laughs) that are... Laying on him. That will bring us to Trees' turn. I'm going to use my bonus action to cast Shillelagh, and then I'm going to fuck their shit up. <laughs> 14 to hit. Nice, yes. 10 damage. Very nice. Uh, your mighty Shillelagh comes down heavy on the head of the remaining bandit who's just like looking away from you as he still tries to stomp on Latonk. Your blow actually kind of cracks his neck. He flops over onto Latonk again, who's now beneath three bodies. <laughs> Latonk, you are, your nose is smelled with a, with a smell not unlike cooking ham. <laughs> uh, well, if that's the end of combat, I want to start fishing Latonk out. Okay. I'm going to help, and then as the rest of the web's burning away from the door, is the door showing signs of opening? What's that fire looking like? It's flash fire, and it burns the uh, webs away pretty quickly. There's nothing on the door to catch as easily, so it's singed, but still sturdy. And has anyone tried to get out of the building? Is there any heads sticking out of windows? Is the smoke still coming? Uh, You don't see any. There's still a lot of smoke. Any protests to me breaking that door? None whatsoever. And Enough is going to throw a shatter straight at the front door. Alright. Shatter causes the door to just implode. The wood and scrap metal holding it together, falling apart. Uh, smoke billowing out of the door. A few guards do, like, stumble their way out, rolling aside as um, the smoke starts to thin. A lot more of it's drifting upwards, but on the inside you can see... Like, random fires here and there. Enough's gonna go inside, uh, using thaumaturgy to damp as many fires as possible, and head straight up for Reed's office. Okay. What will uh, Trees and Latonk do? Latonk is gonna go down to the cells and see what that's like. Can I, can I see anybody about at the moment? Anyone I know or care about? Not Gary, obviously. <laughs> 
Oh, come on, he's at next town over me now. Fair point. Um, you don't see anybody alive. There's more than a few bodies that are still enough or wounded enough to know that there's nothing that you can do for them. You see Latonk kind of make his way unsteadily over to the cellar and enough climbing the stairs. I'm gonna use my staff's uh, detect magic once per hour. Okay. Looking around, can I see any signs of wearer activity, anything magical happening nearby that isn't the immediate obvious like me and enough? You don't see any magical entities that match the were-rats description. Kind of glancing up, you see a lot of the axes that normally would light up your vision are gone. But you do see one in the basement. Okay, I'm going to head to the basement. Okay. Um, enough climbing the stairs, you see offices and cages upstairs are entirely abandoned. Uh, the door to Reed's office is open with a lot of the materials missing. Um, as I said to Trees, a lot of the axes are gone off the walls. But no sign of the captain. Nobody no. up here that needs help. No. Okay. Your thaumaturgy is dampening the fires with efficiency. The smoke is starting to clear, but slowly. Okay, straight back down and follow those two to the cellar then. Okay. So, Latonk, <clears throat> as you descend first, you're able to hear the sounds of combat, grunts and screams, along with uh, what sounds like pleas, um, only to be silenced shortly. A trees following close thereafter, you hear the same sort of noise. It's pretty difficult for you to see. Far in the distance, the flickering of a torch does light enough for you to catch the glimpse of Latonk. Latonk is readying is ready in his hand wraps. Okay. I'm going to call out for that rat we tried to help earlier. Does the rat have a name? I don't think that we got a name out of them. Are you down here, rat friend? Yeah. Yes. Yes. I'm I'm here. And you hear like a slap noise. Are they still in jail? Yes. Descending to the bottom, you see Latonk still creeping along, wrapping his other hand. You You hear trees approach from behind. And then the click of enough steps uh, meeting you all at the bottom of the stairs. Um, the hallway is littered with the bodies of bandits, each of them having either severe wounds that distinctly come from an axe or an axe just lodged into them. Um, enough and trees at the end of the hallway, you can see Reed holding a large silver great axe, using it a little bit like a crutch, but also at the ready, breathing a sigh of relief as he sees the two of you. Uh, three, four. Four of you. Sees the four of you. Nailed it. Maybe you just didn't see the other two over the pile of bodies? Potentially. You're right there, Edie. <sighs> Tired. <clears throat> How's his HP looking? How's his HP looking? <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to establish if I should cast gear wounds on him. Uh, he, he definitely looks tired, and he is bleeding. But he looks, I mean, he looks stable. How okay. many bandits in here? Alive? Alive or dead? Yeah. None. Oh, okay. I guess it didn't need us then. As you approach, like, the corpse of the Lord Rat still is tucked away in one of these cells. A small, like, disheveled guy at the bars, just kind of yanking at them next to uh, Reed, who looks... A mix between exhausted and irritated. Hey, hey, uh, are, are, are those those your friends? 
This is your friends? Friends? Hello? You're right there. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm okay. I'm okay. I'm okay. Uh, uh, I really, really like to, to get out, though. That's quite understandable, given the situation. Also not the best time to be sort of wandering around. Read what, what's, what, what's happened. What? <laughs> wandering. I'm not, I'm not wandering. I'm not allowed to wander. I've been, been in here like a good rat. Man. No, that fa- fair enough. But if you if we let you out, which I think we should do, like you, you seem alright. But then if you go out there, then you're probably gonna die. So let's let's just keep everyone nice and safe in here, whilst Reed explains what's just happened. Reed kind of pulls himself up, hoisting uh, a lot of his weight onto the bars. Oh, it's a bad day when I'm agreeing with the pan one. The uh. Bandits attacked. I don't know uh, what exactly. How did an entire city guard get wiped out by bandits? They're a little better than most of the bandits. He kind of kicks one of the bodies that uh, you see on the highway. Someone's uh, outfitted them. He like he takes one of his smaller axes and just taps like the greaves, the helmets. All of you roll a perception for me, and you can roll one for Doggo too. Twelve. Nine. Crit, 21. Nice, okay. Dark vision, bitches. <laughs> Trees, you're kind of taken, taken aback just for a moment. Something about these people just reminds you of a lot of the travelers through the forests who were really disrespectful of nature. You're kind of blinded for, for a moment uh, of your distaste, especially for like kind of callous humans, which you see a lot of these bandits are. Um, there's nothing that stands out to you. You just kind of momentarily are filled with hate. It goes away. (laughs) It's absolutely taken over by my aggression and anger and stress, but it's fine. It's gone now. Deep breathe in. Trees is good at that, right? Yeah. Momentary meditation. Moment of clarity. Yeah. You seem fresher. (laughs) Yeah. I'm not sure what I'm going to do with Toss Saddle and Scrammer Leg right now, mate. No, it's fucking bulldog character. Like, he'll miss... He'll, like, put something down and then forget he's put it down and then he'll forget where it is and he gets really angry and then he finds it and instantly calms down. That's just what I got. <laughs> uh, Latonk. Something about the way that these bandits have been moving does, like, tip you off. They're almost like a company... It's not like any of the highwaymen that you've recalled fighting before. Um, okay. Enough kind of rifling through the bodies as you look at them. You notice that they definitely are a part of some kind of organized crime company. They're all very well equipped. Um, not particularly well trained, but the numbers alone make up for that. Well, whenever we find out who sent these fools, I suppose we ought to thank them for the shiny new armor your guards have. Ah. Uh, I don't really like taking from the dead, but I think you're, uh... I think you've raised too good a point to ignore. He stretches a little bit and uh, clutches his side. Is the, uh... I take it you managed to get through the front door, so hopefully that's not just a pile of rubble above us. About well, your there's not much door. of a door left. Oh, that's a good sign. We, uh... What, what we're doing? We need plans like the city's under attack. Is there anywhere safe for people to go to? Somewhere defendable that we can keep people whilst we eliminate the bandits? They should have been here, but the front gate, I guess it was opened. I'm not sure how. Daddy. Did you 
Did did trees say Gary? <laughs> yeah. And clenched her fist and glared around. Reed heard that. Ah, <laughs> oh, he's he's a useless shit. But I don't I don't think he did this. He better not have done this. Well, we can spare ourselves some questioning with a little bit of mind reading, as long as you don't have a problem with that, Captain. In the meantime, how are you feeling? I'll survive. Oh, can I throw in that since I've never canonically dismissed my Unseen Servant, that it's just going around picking his axes out of people for him? How long does Unseen Servant last? Doesn't it have a time limit? It's an hour. Have we been fighting for an hour? No, but you were underwater for a bit. I'll let this be the last thing Bob does. Kind of flicking around, picking up the different axes. Uh, a bundle of them flying over, almost like jauntily to Reed, who takes them a little... A little alarmed, but at this point, kind of used to your guys' magical antics. Uh, tidied up's hardly an antic. <laughs> the flying the flying axes would be antics. Uh, thank you. He kind of takes the, the axes gingerly and gives a small bow to where they were floating. So, as for a plan then, Captain. Mm-hmm. The bulk of their forces, I guess, should have come here. I'm not sure where else they would be, and I'm not sure how we'll reorganize to take back the city. I'm a, I'm a guard captain. I'm not exactly a tactician. Either of you, any of you, have any insight on how we should do this? Secure this bit? Like you said, are we in an enclosed space in terms of like there's a small wall surrounding the guard tower, within which is all the guards, barracks and shit? Yeah. So there is like an outer wall. It's it's like a wrought iron fence, basically. It's not terribly defendable, but it's better than nothing. The tower itself is quite defendable, but there is still a lot of smoke that's venting out. Uh, I propose we figure out the best place to make a defense, defend it, and get as many citizens as we can into that area. Any of the guards that were near to this tower, recall them to it. We can start moving out from here, bringing any civilians back. Send some of your most trusted men to fetch Merry or an elder that would equally recognise most of the members of the town. And nobody gets past that line of guards without Merry saying he knows who they are, so that we have no bandits sneaking in, pretending to be townspeople to cause problems later. We then move outwards, and destroy as many of them as we can before they all go running. Alright. That sounds like a good plan to me. Uh... Uh... I'm just going to quickly heal um, by, uh, 8 damage by casting Cure Wounds on myself. Okay. So Trees will tend to her own much more severe wounds now that she's furbolg size than horse size. Although I guess there's not a massive size difference. Not really. Just slightly different shape. <laughs> and the legs are a bit sturdier. As a horse or as a furbolg? As a furbolg. Dang. She's a chunky lass. Why can't, why can't furbolg Latonk do... Uh, kicks that knock people prone. Because Latonk is not a furbolg. Why can't furbolg trees do kicks that knock people prone? Uh, I don't know. DM, are you going to give me the ability to kick people prone with my feet? Uh, I mean, physics. Well, it's just physics. This is not a horse ability, so... No, but technically it's an unarmed strike. Yeah. I think it is a horse ability. Yeah, I mean, it is specifically oh, part of the war I know, it's part of the war horse's kit. I just think that's silly. Yeah. It is. There's a lot more muscles that would be going into a horse kick than there would be, like, a 
humanoid kick. That's true as well. But in terms of weight, yeah, if you, if you were just going to sort of do a front kick and plant all your weight into it, then... Well, we will decide this later. Uh, Reed will limp up the stairs, leaving you down here with uh, Alan, who kind of rattles at the bars. Hey, 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 no, no, please, please don't go. Enough goes. Should we let him out before we head off? Uh, Latonk is going to shake his hand. Who's... The, the guy in the cell. Okay. The once rat guy. You shake his hand? Cole. Because I've got the hand wraps on. Uh, okay. He's confused by you shaking his hand. Fair enough. That's but not fine. on fire. But not on fire, yeah. He's not on fire. I think he's okay to let out. But, like like I said, the town's under attack. Like, this is the safest place for you to be. But perhaps being in a cell is a bit demeaning. Yep. Yep. Demeaning. Demeaning. He, like... <laughs> Snaps his fingers and points at you. I mean, I don't have a key. Are the keys visible? Not to me. <laughs> Is anything visible to the talk? Reed has not made his way back up, and he kind of sighs a little dramatically. If you're really going to let that thing out, he's uh, he tosses the keys in your guys' direction. Just make sure that it doesn't cause trouble. Now, don't cause trouble, you. And I'm going to let him out. Oh. Oh my god, thank you. Thank you. Oh, may I? How how can I thank you? Stay here and keep quiet. Keep out of the way of the guards. But if they ask for any help, perhaps you could offer it. Just stay safe. We've done a lot to try and keep you alive and not just kill you for being aware of that. It'd be a terrible shame if, having cured you of where ratiness, you were suddenly to wind up bopped on the head by a bit of fallen rebel. Or a dart in the eye. Does that come with like a sinister wink while holding a dart? No. <laughs> not that he could wink. He could wink, it just wouldn't <laughs> come off as well. Not that he could visibly wink. <laughs> <laughs> it's a ve- it, I don't know, it seems like a very little thing that he would try. <laughs> yeah, probably would actually. He just kind of he like leans forward and just kind of tilts his head. Yeah, it does having that, winked. Like... <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, uh, I'll, uh, make, make pots. Do you, have, do you have clay? Not right now. No? Um, I mean... Good luck in your clay quest, though. You, you're surrounded by, like, guys in metal armor. You might be able to fashion something out of that. An armor pot. Interesting. He ponders for a second, okay. then goes to rummaging through the bodies. Cool. I'm gonna hand the keys back to the captain. Yeah, let's get back upstairs. Let's... Reed grumbles a little, but continues up the stairs. So, the thermaturgy has put out most, if not all, of the smoldering embers around the tower. Um, Reed leads you up the stairs, uh, up further again, to the very top of the guard tower. Um, He goes to prepare the bell that's up here, uh, reviewing some of the instructions as you look across the town. In the distance, you can see... It's a pretty familiar sight at this point. Gaia smoldering. The uh, front gates very clearly wide open. Um, And in the distance, beyond those gates, you can see um, like an encampment. Riders moving about a large tent. Um, It doesn't seem that there's any shortage of these bandits. There's a lot of men there. Are the ones outside coming in, or are they just sitting there? The ones on the outside, they're just sitting there right now. It looks like there's well enough um, men poured inside. 
God. There must have been a discount at Brigands R Us. Preparing for just a moment longer, Reed goes <laughs> to... I don't know what else to say to that. Nobody, nobody, fine. That's just fine. Poor trees. Preparing for just a moment yeah. longer, um, Reed picks up a large mallet and begins ringing the bell again. Uh, a pattern of three strikes and then a pause. Uh, he does this for about 30 seconds, and he uh, looks down to Latonk. Can you, can you continue to ring for a little while? Uh, ring. I can try. Oh, he kind of realizes what he's asking you. Then he looks over at trees. Actually, can you do this? Sure. Three and a pause, yeah? Yeah. That should uh, bring all of the able, able-bodied guards back here. Let you are then. And I get on banging away. All right. Looking over the parapets, you can see groups start to pull back, heading towards the tower. Um, the town smoldering but potentially recoverable. Dum-dum-dum. I guess we'd better do some credits then. I'm Becky Tootehill, and I can be found as Curiosity Epidemic on Twitter, SoundCloud, and YouTube. And if you wanted to see the character sheets for anybody that we're playing as, then they can be found on curiosityepidemic.wordpress.com. James didn't want to record any credits, but you can have these two. I am Jane Eris Magnet. I can be found on Twitter and YouTube as Maniac Janiac. I can be found on SoundCloud as Jane Eris Magnet, where I do a comedy podcast uh, talking about various bits of interesting media and music and stuff, games we've played, and lots of silly skits. Uh, that's Queer and Pleasant Strangers that I do with Laura Kate Dale. Also on StoneMonkeyRadio.blog, where I write reviews. And I can be found every Thursday, UK time, around 1930 hours at, over on Twitch.tv. TV slash Janiac, where I'll be playing something with the help of my sexy potato squad, my wonderful streaming community. Hi, this is Nick, uh, the dungeon master for the game, and you can find me on Twitter, Twitch, and stream at the Nick Flair. And if you'd like to read some media analysis and self-reflections that I'm writing, uh, you can follow my blog at storieswithnick.blog. Thanks for listening.